2: Welcome to the Dear Young Married Couple Podcast. Today's episode is actually an ask episode that one of you um, listeners sent in to us through Speakpipe. And by the way, Speakpipe is a great way of asking a question and uh, we love to respond. And you can actually do it anonymously.
0: Yeah, go to speakpipe.com slash dear young married couple and you can record it right there on your phone or laptop and we receive the recording um, and then we'll play it. If it's a question that we choose to answer in the Ask episode, we'll play it in an upcoming episode so that many people can benefit from um, the interaction that we have here.
2: Because most likely other people have the same question you do. So um, this is just a fun way of interacting with you and hitting some really important topics.
0: So before we play the question here from a gal who has been married for 14 years, we wanted to invite you to an event that we're hosting. We would love to meet you. The event is coming up in just a couple weeks on June 25th at 5 p.m. Pacific time. That's a Friday night. And the event is called Money and Your Marriage.
2: And it is extremely expensive. (laughs) It's $1. And we're doing that solo um, just to get more of you guys to join us. Yes. Um, The barrier of entry is very low. So hopefully if you guys have that time, we'd love you to join us. We're talking about, of course, money. And uh, I think it's going to be a really great time.
0: Yes. So we're calling it Dollar Date Night as well. I mean, it has a title, a topic, but... Uh, It's a dollar date night because we are just charging a dollar for this particular date night. Um, If you can't make it and you just still want the content, you can still sign up for a dollar and you can watch the replay. Of course, it'll be more fun uh, in person. Um, Well, it's on zoom. It's not in person, but it'll be more fun live, um, on zoom with everyone so we can all meet each other. But if you really just want the content and can't be there, um, sign up anyway, and you'll get, by the way, not just the content from that night, but you'll get the replays of all the prior date nights. And, um, we also include, uh, a free PDF with each date night so that you can put things into action right away.
2: Right. And it, it's simply to get, you and your spouse talking about the important stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, please join us. I think you'll find a lot of value.
1: Hello, Adam and Carissa. Um, My husband and I have been married for about 14 years. We have three kiddos. Um, I am wanting some advice on when we feel like we want to move from where we are, We have been in one place since we were married. My husband's been here since he was a young boy. We've gone to the same church. Both sides of our family are here, um, which has been good and bad. Um, And we feel, I I feel kind of stifled in my growth. Um, I feel like my husband is as well. We do go to a good church, it's a bigger church. We're involved, heavily involved, um, but we're kind of feeling directionless. Um, What would your advice be? I mean, is it silly for a couple who have family factors or is this a, a like a, a calling maybe that God is drawing us to move? Um, just what is your advice? I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for your wisdom.
2: First of all, thank you for being willing to share uh, this. It's vulnerable, I think, to send this in, but um, I think it's it's good because in the multitude of counsel, there is safety. And I think it's difficult sometimes um, in these places of indecision mm-hmm. to know what to do and who to reach out to so uh first, thank you for trusting us
0: yeah it's an honor that you reached out and I can just hear the yearning in your voice um you know you've been married a long time. this is not something where you know you've just gotten married and you're wanting to switch things up and call the shots or take control. um, I can see that you're wanting to be thoughtful and um, really prayerful about this. And that's some of the direction we want to give you. But we're not just going to do the typical like pray about it and then hang up.
2: (laughs) Sometimes the purpose of prayer is to get us out. So God, please help me get out of this situation. But if things aren't changing and you're praying, maybe it's to get you through. Um, the first order of business was we have to begin really praying because these are spiritual things. Um, whenever people start talking about God's will, um, or what they're feeling God doing in their life, I become very careful mm-hmm. because who am I to say, no, that's not God's will, or yes, that's God's will. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not God and I'm not listening to God for you. So at this point, We really have to slow down and really get into God's presence because finding God's plan for your life begins with being in God's presence.
0: The plans of God are only revealed in the presence of God.
2: Right. So that's the first order of business. If we want direction like no other time in your life, then we have to begin to be in his presence like no other time in your life. Yeah. So, that has to be proportional to the direction you want.
0: Also, you mentioned calling. That was one of your questions. Um, you said, Is it a calling? And keep in mind, when God's calling you, um, sometimes He can call you away from something, especially if it's immoral, if it's, um, you know, antithetical to God's um, character. Then, yes, God can call you away from something. But if we're talking about good things and good things, typically God's not calling you away from something as much as he is calling you to something. And so, you know, I I heard a lot of dynamics present in your... Um, in your question you talked about you know being at the same church since you were married that's 14 years that's a long time your your husband's been there since he was a young boy you talked about having both sides of your family which has been good and bad um you talked about being stifled in your growth um, as a result of being at the same place or having both sides of your family there and feeling directionless and then you followed all that by is it a calling um well i didn't really hear anything about like where you might feel called to or what you might feel called to do. Um, And so I'd caution you against taking a big leap or making a huge decision based on the things you're trying to get away from.
2: He's not going to call you out of a great church. Right, right. call you to ministry.
0: Yes, yeah. And so if there was like something you're feeling a burden for, a passion for, um, you know, something in a different town or maybe it's in the same town, but it's a different thing that he wants you to do in that town, um, then we would be talking about calling. But at this point where we're just talking about this, it seems like you feel stuck. Um, you, you mentioned like maybe feeling like monotony. I don't think you use that word, but that's what it seems like. And... I wouldn't call that what you described so far a calling.
2: Right. So I I think really what, what needs to happen here and remember, we're only going off of a minute of you talking. Right. So uh, we have to kind of speak in more vague terms, but I think kind of reflecting on our own lives of how we felt some, sometimes this in different times of our Mm -hmm. seasons of our life. Um, What has to happen is more introspection and more time with God. Yeah. Are you fasting? You know. Are you asking God? Is this? You know. What is on your prayer list? Mm -hmm. How are you praying about it?
0: And seek counsel. I mean, we mentioned at the beginning, um, you know, in a multitude of counselors there is safety. And I know you're reaching out here, and we count that an honor that you're seeking counsel here. Um, But get a multitude of counselors. Seek counsel from your pastor, your mentor. Um, Make sure that you are. Asking multiple people to come alongside you to pray about this situation. Um, and so really dig deeply into um, like Adam said earlier, not just God's plan for your life, but your life for God's plan. Really think about Lord, what are you doing? What are you doing in this time in our culture? What are you doing in this city? And And, you know, how can I be part of that? Whatever it is that you're doing. And there's that song, you know, classic song, Lord, whatever you're doing, don't do it without me.
2: Right. And if you're feeling stifled in the growth, think like stifle is almost an action. So what stifling Mm -hmm. is it that you don't have enough time to grow, like to actively pursue growth in your own life? In that case, you will need support from the people around you to read and to study, or to go to school, or whatever that looks like.
0: And reprioritizing what life looks like right, right now. Yeah. And
2: reprioritizing, because you know, I like to say we all have the same purpose—that's to serve God and to follow His precepts, and you know, all all that. But what's your mission in life? Mm-hmm. And I feel like we start to feel direct direction less. If we don't have a mission mm-hmm. and so that would go back down to, well, what skills do you need to start cre- you know, like working on? Mm-hmm. How are you getting better every day? Mm-hmm. If you feel stifled in growth, then it sounds like you don't have a growth plan. Mm-hmm. So how, how are you growing? If you don't know how you're growing, then we need to start working on, okay, what things can you do to prepare you for the next season of your life? Um Yeah. To feel like, you know, to start fulfilling your mission.
0: And obviously, we want to trust God to do great works in our lives, but faith without works is dead. And so, you know, you can have faith and God will do what you can't do, but God won't do what you can do. And so you have got to take action too, um, you know, and if you're praying that your circumstances would change and Lord, get us out of this, change this, and the circumstances don't change, maybe that's an indication that God is trying to change you. And so really seek God's heart in this whole situation about Lord, what in me needs to change? Um, What gifts do I need to realize so that I can work on building those gifts? Mm -hmm. Um, And it might be through all of this that God says, hey, I'm calling you to this particular place or this particular um, mission or this particular um, project or whatever it is that he's calling you to do. Um, But that would be the focus rather than all the things that feel stifling or that feel monotonous.
2: Right. And so introspection would be a really good thing to start working on. Okay. Um, so f- what I mean by that and, and knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, taking assessments like um, the Myers-Briggs mm-hmm. or 21 Personal or 16personalities.com would be fun mm-hmm. just to start getting you thinking, OK, where are my skills? Yeah. You might be very aware of those. So then I would start asking, OK, you you understand your skills, then how are you growing in those skills? And how can you best use them for the kingdom? Mm -hmm. If you kind of know that and you're still feeling stifled, then I would ask, then what is stifling? Is it you stifling yourself? Is it that you don't have enough time? Mm -hmm. Um, Is it it you're not using those? And then I'll ask, well, what are the venues to use them, even staying where you are?
0: Yeah. And if it's God's will for you to move somewhere and he calls you to something in particular, um, all those other things will get figured out. I think um, when you were recording it cut out just a bit when you were talking about, is it crazy that you know we're thinking about moving when we have family and then it cut out? And I think you were kind of talking or pinpointing the fact that you have support. You have family there to make memories with and maybe childcare. And just, is it crazy to leave all that? Well, if God's calling you to something, then crazy as it might sound, like you do it. You know, you, you leave all of that to go somewhere where God's calling you and God will help you figure all that out where you get child care in order, or you have mm-hmm. certain sacrifices that you make to do what God's calling you to do while still caring for your children and, and doing what you need to do there. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, all of that plays a part, but if it's God's will and he's calling you to something that will work out because, yeah. you know, if it's his plan, he's, he's going to make sure he's taking care of his children. I
1: mean, that's yeah. you.
2: Yeah. Thinking back, just reflecting uh, uh, on kind of this conversation that we're having, Uh (laughs) um, I I think the times that I felt directionless was honestly the times that I was doing busy work. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that might not be you, but when I was doing a lot of things and serving in a lot of different ways, but it was kind of multitasking. I do terrible with multitasking. (laughs) And I didn't feel like I was working toward anything. Yeah. So I'd ask you, like, is that the case for you? Um, And if so, then what do you need to cut out in order to feel like you're moving in a direction?
0: And that's all part of our best yes conversation. There's a video we have on YouTube about that, um, where it's all about, you know, saving. yes, Yeah, how to say yes, I think is the title. Saving your best yes for the things that God has called you to do in this season so that you're not doing all the things that maybe someone's called someone else to do and that's their best yes for this season. So that's maybe one resource that we would point you to. Another resource um, would be uh, the Circle Maker. It's a book by Mark Batterson and then his 40 day prayer challenge book that goes with it. It's a devotional called draw the circle. It's all about prayer. And a lot of what we're saying today, um, goes back to revelation that we've received from that book. So, um, I would, I would totally hands down recommend that you, um, grab that book.
2: And just a side note, you know, are you guys reading books? Yeah. You know, if you feel stifled, then you need to do something different. Read Mm -hmm. a new book read a new genre book. Yeah. Like read some on prayer. If you've done a ton of prayer, then read it on self-development. Yeah. If you haven't done it on that, like, so in other words, keep putting good things into you and Mm -hmm. working to be the best version of yourself possible and working on those fruits of the spirit. And I think if you do what's at hand, um, all the rest will start the, the path before you will start to come into, uh, Clearer focus as you're walking forward. Mm. Sometimes we can't see super far down the the, the path because remember there's a, maybe there's a bend or maybe there's fog. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's where we are asked to trust. Yeah, there's risk and there's trust, and maybe that's risk and and uh, not being so busy but focusing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We, that can be a risk. We, we've thrown yeah. out a lot of things here, but hopefully yeah. this gives you some ideas. Hopefully this uh, stimulates some conversation with you and your spouse. And, uh,
0: and we will keep you in prayer. Yes. For sure.
2: And keep us up to date. And if,
0: if you are listening and you want to record a question as well, um, go to speakpipe.com slash Dear Young Married Couple. We'd love to hear your questions and we might grab one of your questions for an upcoming Ask episode.
2: Yeah, please do because these are fun.
0: Yes, we enjoy it. And
2: we like to hear your voice because it's it feels like we're interacting with a person.
0: Yes. All right, you guys. We're looking forward to connecting with you soon. Hopefully, we'll get to meet you at the upcoming event on June 25th.
2: Guys, be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a dollar.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, and to register for that, by the way, it is com slash dollar date night. And we'll put that in the show notes as well.
2: Have a good one, guys.